Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Ooh, it's chilly still, but it's warming up. It's not uh, negative three degrees this morning. It's 16. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't really have a ton to offer today. I'm I'm a little sleepy. Um, whenever I, you know, have to wake up with the alarm, it's just sort of like alarming. And, uh, but I do get really great sleep, even at this stage in my life when, you know, sleep is supposed to be elusive or could be elusive. It, it is for some women, but not for me. In fact, I think sleep problems are, are mm, probably, uh, one of those quiet, um, crisis type things. You know, I think a lot of people struggle with sleeping male and female. Um, and I don't. I'm an excellent sleeper and I've always been pretty, pretty, I, I just sleep well. I'm a good sleeper. So, um, I'm thankful for that, you know, but when I have to wake up to an alarm, man, it's like, woo, see, I'm yawning. I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. You're, I'm sorry, but I yawn. Um, if you're a long time listener, you know, I'm going to yawn. I'm not going to edit it out. That's too much work. Um, so anyway, I was trying to coach one of my friends last night on sleeping. Uh, you know, she goes hard all day, and I don't think she stops until she goes to sleep or makes time to get into bed, right? So I was just suggesting, like, maybe you should not have hostile conversations or try to help people or um, plan out your day or watch the news or any of that before you fall asleep. <laughs> Like disconnect, disconnect about, you know, if you're trying to go to sleep at by 10 or 1030, disconnect by eight or 830. Don't look at your phone. Don't talk to anybody. Don't, you know, you just have to make these boundaries because, um, well, just in general, you need boundaries, but certainly protect your peace of mind so you can go to sleep. She used to watch horror movies and then go to sleep. It's like, you're not going to have peaceful sleep with that. I mean, your subconscious is going to play around with that, with horror for seven, eight hours or however long you sleep. I sleep about seven hours a night. Um, it's certainly a little longer in the when it's dark. When it's cold and dark at 5 a.m., I'm asleep too, unless I set my alarm. But in the summer, if the sun is up, I'm up at 5, you know, 5, 5.30, I'm up. So it's weird. And then they mess with the time. I don't care for that. So, you know, I'm just rambling. But I I do think we are headed for a couple of crises in America. This lack of sleep is going to be playing out in different ways because it shortens your life. But also, too, um, you need sleep. There's reasons why you, your body needs that rest, time to repair. Um but also, too, I don't think people are fully prepared for the memory problems and the dementia diagnoses that are coming. Um, and I can tell by the way you all are out here living your lives that you're you're not going to be ready to care for your parent or parents. Um, I don't know. I was strongly advised putting together some sort of plan, uh, financial and um you know, physical, like, what are you going to do with your parents? All these baby boomers, there have been, what, 10,000 people a day turning 65 for the last 15 years, 20 years. Um, 
I'm telling you, our medical system obviously isn't ready for a crisis. Look, I mean, no disrespect to anybody who works in the hospitals and doing the actual labor. But, you know, governmentally speaking, I think the things that uh, had been laid down for that got ripped up by Trump, who people are saying has dementia, which he seems like he has dementia. You know, I I think I've mentioned that on here before. I deal with someone that age, in that age group. The over 70 brain is something I'm quite familiar with. And, uh, you know, he doesn't seem like he was ever super razor sharp, but now he just seems kind of unhinged. Um, And, you know, dementia comes with a lot of, because people don't fully understand the brain, I think they don't fully understand the diseases that affect the brain. As I mentioned on here, you know, my mom got a dementia diagnosis and they put her on some medication that made it worse, like instantaneously worse. She was forgetting words as they were coming out of her mouth. And I'm like, okay, this is a problem. So can you imagine, you know, there are a lot of people who aren't like me. I'm not going to sit up and do something I know hurt is hurting or making the situation worse. So there are going to be millions of people who'll be like, keep taking the pills. You'll, you'll start, it'll start to work eventually. And it just sends your loved one down a, a, a more rapid path of, and this is my opinion. I'm not a doctor. I'm just going off what I saw. And I'm very uncomfortable with any medical staff that thought that that was a good idea. They give you the pills knowing they don't work for most people. Uh, Read a book by Dr. David Perlmutter and you'll see like your brain. These medications that they have are just making your brain worse. Um, And then they say stuff like, well, just let it build up in her system. I was like, she won't even know who I am if I let this build up in her system. You know, so I've actually stepped up with uh, doing more keto for my mom and really trying to cut down her carbs. She is a carb machine and that that's worked for us. I mean, you got to do what works for your family and it's, it's coming for you. It's the numbers are there. Uh, diabetes is increases your dementia diagnosis by 50%. So if you're 20, 30, 40, 50, and you are borderline diabetic, do yourself a solid. And uh, if you have uh, hypertension, any of those things, manage these conditions um, because they affect your brain health uh, long term. And there's just not enough support system in this country to handle the sheer number of people who are going to be diagnosed by 2030 with dementia and Alzheimer's. And, um, gosh, that is not what I was going to talk about. Actually, I didn't really have anything to talk about and it sounds negative, but it's not. I mean, it's part of being alive, you know, things happen, bodies have issues and, uh, brains can get damaged. And I'm going to tell you something, this has been the hardest thing I've ever done. I'm a full-time caregiver. I work (laughs) full-time and I run a business and, um, I just don't have a lot of room for, for, for nonsense. You know, I've had to put a lot of boundaries up in my personal relationships. Um, you know, had to move out those one-sided relationships. You know, you just have to go. I don't, I don't have time to just 
be the person you call when you have problems and that's it. I just don't have that, you know. No, I can't write your screenplays for free. That was cute at first, but I'm not 23 anymore. I don't feel like writing for free. You know, all kinds of stuff. So, you know, you just, you got to get ready because it's coming. And I would strongly suggest a plan. Start talking to your parents now. What is it that you want? Uh, get things, get the all, everything that should and needs to be written and written, uh, whether it's a power of attorney and that might make you uncomfortable, especially if the person is a sick, <laughs> but you just never know. Um, but certainly if they're over 70, you need to have had these conversations. Where do you want to go? Ideally, how can we prepare for that? Do you have long-term health care insurance? You know, I, it's going to be a thing. So that is my PSA for you guys. And that's it for me today. Um, like I said, I don't mean to be negative, but you know, it's a reality. And, and I think it will be a a reality for a lot of families And I don't want anybody to be, I I don't know that I felt blindsided because my father had an Alzheimer's diagnosis diagnosis as well, except I wasn't his caregiver. He was married and his wife took excellent care of him. Um, But I I did feel a little like, hey, this was not what I was expecting to do. Not even close. But, you know, you love your family and you don't, you know, you love your parents. You don't want to see them suffering or hurting. And, um they struggle with the diagnosis you're struggling with it and all what it means to you in your life I mean this is this is real talk this is for real real talk (laughs) and uh yeah look at the numbers if you don't believe me look them up yourself just type in dementia Alzheimer's diagnosis in the next 20 uh within the next 20 years it's it's gonna be astronomical and the expense and the toll on a society. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's my uh, that's my take on it. And like I said, I'm, I just that's what was on my brain. So that's what you get here. Untapped. All right, everybody. Stay warm wherever you are. Wash your hands still. There's still a pandemic. I notice now there are commercials with people telling you to wear a mask still. And it's like gosh, we're getting up on a year on the, of this type of, you know, and, and America was arrogant enough to think it would never happen. And certainly having a president like the one we had, we, we just made it worse, made it much, much worse, but we're still here, me and you. And I appreciate you guys listening. I really do. I don't know why this podcast is as popular as it is, but I appreciate it. And I thank you for it. So please be well, please be safe, and let's just get ready to uh, end this note on a end this week on a high note. <laughs> you know, I'm ready. All right, see you later. What are you waiting for?
Waiting for. 